0: Episode 83 with Quebec's own Michael Waugh, Texas native and professional lightweight Colton England, and Windsor's Kyle Preppelin. Let's do it. Hello, hello, folks. How are you? Welcome to episode 83 of Fight League Atlantic Exposure with your host, Cat. Beautiful day here in Nova Scotia. A nice day of fishing today. Uh, John and I went fishing. I lost the damn fishing rod though. We were in kayaks and I lost the fishing rod. It, it fell in the lake. So now John's going to have to go back and scuba dive to get the damn fishing rod. We didn't, I didn't even get a bite. Needless to say, it was a beautiful day out in the lake and uh, it was awesome. So it was a great day here in Nova Scotia. And uh, now we have a fantastic podcast lined up to end the day. Um, three gentlemen, uh, two gentlemen that I, uh, one gentleman that I really know uh, well, and then uh, two other guys that I kind of know throughout the scene. Um, before we get into that, let's give a quick shout-out to our sponsors at Maritime Madness. Check them out, uh, MaritimeMadness.com. Use the code FLA10. You'll save 10% and get free shipping in Canada. Check them out again, MaritimeMadness.com. Let's get into it with our first guest here, folks. Uh, this guy, he's... Man, if you don't know him now, you're going to know him in the future. In my opinion, he's... He, <laughs> I think he's going to be the face of grappling in Canada, folks. Uh, we have some really, really talented athletes in Canada. Uh, but this guy, he was just kind of getting started on things um, when the whole, you know, this the whole COVID thing. Uh, I think his future is very, very bright. Uh, he's based out of Quebec City. He's uh, the future and the owner of uh, Royal Jiu-Jitsu uh, out of Quebec City. Um, his name is Michael Roy, and uh, he's an absolute savage, a brown belt on the mats, and uh, a guy who came out here in Nova Scotia and just, man, tore it up. Uh, Let's get into it with him and uh, kind of about the future of him, his competition history, and all that fun stuff. Uh, Mr. Michael Waugh. How are you, sir? uh having some issues with you can you hear you can
1: yeah yeah. it seems like there's an issue with the connection right
0: yeah N- not on wi-fi sometimes creates a little bit of an issue but uh basically yeah i just i kind of wanted to to welcome Be- you better now Hmm. Looks like we're having some audio trouble here, folks. Uh, maybe Michael can uh, jump off and get into some possible Wi-Fi or something. And uh... ah! <laughs> Thanks for your patience, folks. We're just having some uh, audio and uh, Wi-Fi issues with uh, Michael. How's that? Can you hear us now?
1: Yeah, I... Can you can you hear me fine still?
0: Yeah, well, we can hear you. Um, probably All right. Yeah, there's nowhere you can get uh, Wi-Fi anywhere close to you, eh? But after that beautiful intro I gave you. <laughs> All right, all right. Let's see if we can bring him off, and uh, we'll see if we can get him into, into some better Wi-Fi here, folks. Nothing like live television and live live podcasting to throw things uh, amok, I guess we will say. Uh, let's see if we can get him back here randomly. I can see him in the background, but it's it looks uh, pretty unstable still, but let's try it out. Welcome back, sir.
1: Uh, it feels like it lags a lot, though.
0: That's okay. That's okay. I'll, we'll, I'll just lag on my questions. Welcome to the show. Oh, I got something. That. Yeah, there you go. Hey,
1: can you hear me fine like that?
0: Yeah, I can hear you fine like that.
1: Can you see it? Huh?
0: That's all right. Anyone would like to give us a water sponsor? I'm currently drinking Eska water. Eska? Is that how it's pronounced? Eska? Yeah. Should be drinking tap water here in Halifax. We have beautiful water. Michael, you still there? No luck. There he is. How are you, sir? Can you hear me now? Anyone who's watching the the four people that are watching right now are, are dying laughing at me right now. It's awesome. Well, we'll have to uh we'll have to bring him back and uh see what he can do here on his own. <laughs> I'm just gonna shoot him a text here, folks. Just give me a minute. Stay tuned.
1: Oh my god! God. And I hope you take it all the wrong way. Do you slump near the bum near the bar place? This red light, put your ass in a dark place. Made am a from the land, which is the city. I got my lunches in my head, don't confuse me for cinema. I'm one of a gun, I go like a I'm when to be far, but not many books, raw, ain't no Akuna Matata. Cause, you should not got with of You're naked, no hooks in, but he gets it anyway. Run up on a. Uh, and.
0: What a promo. What a beautiful promo. That's just the beginning of what we have in the mix. In the mix, folks. Uh, we're just uh, kind of trying to get Michael here sorted so he can get back on with us and finish this interview. If not, we'll get Colton uh, England on early and uh, finish off with Kyle Preplik. Uh, Colton, he's an athlete. He's a pro lightweight out of uh, Houston, Texas, out of the Huffman area, just in the southeast area of Houston. Uh, he's fought for LFA and Fury Fight Championships. He was a lightweight champion there, and uh, yeah, six and three record. So uh, interested to chat with him. You know, he's he's been very close to uh, getting that next leap, and uh, you know, he's coming off a loss now. So it it should be interesting to talk to him and and see kind of what changes he's going to make uh, moving forward, as well uh, with uh, Kyle Prepolik. Kyle Prepolik, he's a, he's a Canadian uh, professional lightweight out of uh, Windsor, Ontario, to the Maximum Training Center. Uh, released by the UFC after really two tough fights Um, I'm interested to chat with him about that because you know they're two tough fights that um, you know the first one too uh, Nordin Taleb you know man that's the whole weight issue there too Uh, it was a big fight and uh, on short notice and yeah so I want to kind of chat with him and all that kind of fun stuff so stay tuned folks Uh, we're going to get Michael back on we'll be back momentarily.
1: I'm near the bum, near the bar place. This red light, put your ass in a dark place. It is the ultimate marathon from the land. which is the city my Babylon? in my head. Don't confuse me for cinema. I'm one of a kind. I to go like a city. My one of the but not many books, raw, Ain't no Akuna Matata. Cards, you shouldn't fuck with him, man. We're naked, no hooks in, but he gets it anyway. Run up, on up. I'm
0: back. Thanks for your patience, everybody. Uh, Having a little Wi-Fi issues here. It's a summer. Everybody's out on their computers, on their phones. You know, it's a busy time, but thanks for your patience here. Let's get on to our second guest here. Uh, We're going to try to get uh, Michael Roy back uh, either at the end of the show or possibly uh, on another episode later on this weekend or next week. Uh, A fantastic guy. We can't let him go that easy. we got to get him back on. But uh, let's move to our second guest, Mr. Colton England, uh, tough. uh down in Texas, uh, he's a good old boy from down in Texas. Six and three is a pro, five and two is an amateur. He's a lightweight. He's competed, you know, in the Fury Fight Championships, Legacy LFA. Uh, he was a former lightweight champion in Fury. Um, he's coming off a loss here now. This is a guy who he's very close to making the next step, uh, the leap to the next level. So I'm interested to chat with him about that, you know, how COVID's affected him and, uh, you know, how, how his future uh, is is – looking i guess uh with the whole covid situation so without a doubt let's bring him on without further ado mr colton england how are you man
1: what's up guys how are you
0: awesome awesome thanks so much for joining us uh
1: thank you thanks for having me on man i appreciate it
0: yeah, so you're down in Texas. You're uh we're having a little Wi-Fi issue, but uh everything seems to be working on your end pretty good so far. So uh, I gotta ask you, let's get right into it, man. You're, like you're down in Texas. Uh uh was wrestling what got you into martial arts? What what got you into this whole thing? Oh
1: still there? Are you yeah. back? You yep. back on? Yeah, I'm I'm here. Yeah, um, I'm sorry. What was your question
0: about wrestling? You know, what got you into martial arts down in Texas? Obviously, wrestling's a huge thing in, in down there. What what got you into it?
1: Well, I was big into football. Um, I was a big football nut. Um, I was uh, I played football. I wanted to play college football, and then i uh, I was doing tour days one time, and i I broke my arm and. Broke my arm in half, and then I, I needed something to stay in shape, so I uh, started doing kickboxing with the Power Ranger. Um, and we, um, he, he, he took me in and started teaching me kickboxing, and um, and and I picked it up really well. And in about a year and a half, he was like, "Hey, man, I think I think we need to uh, get you a fight." So you know we went in and i was like ah, i don't want to i didn't want to fight i didn't like to fight anyway yeah. so then we went into a, a a smoker fight so we i fought outside at a biker rally and in the middle of the heat in the summer it was like 110 degrees oh,
0: here oh my man
1: and we yeah so we were standing there about 30 people all in a big group bunch of fighters and we all said uh, they said okay, y'all two look about the same uh, way. Y'all two fight, y'all two fight, and y'all <laughs> two, and go. <laughs> so, so yeah, we we jumped on. And we started fighting, and I, I wiped the dude out in like thirty seconds. So they were like, "Hey man, I think you should do a real fight." So we uh, I got a fight for Legacy Fighting Championship. That was that was before they merged with RFA, which is LFA now. Yeah, and. Uh, I got a fight with them and I got a, a, first round knockout and two minutes and 50 seconds. And so, so then I was like, you know, I'm hooked. I'm ready to do it. So started, um, started doing it full time and we, uh, just kind of took off from there and I just started fighting a lot. And as an amateur, I, um, I was, a, I was 18 years old and I was the first person to ever, we had three promotions here in Houston. And I was able to win all three amateur 155 titles, uh, in three months.
0: Wow! At the same
1: time, and I was 18. So, so then I was like, you know, I think I need to go pro and you know give this a a, a real try. So it was
0: very cool. cool. That is a cool story, man. Interesting. I never knew that aspect. I never knew you held all three. Yeah. Very cool. Texas is a hotbed of martial arts, man.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it, we uh, we have a lot of good guys out here training. Um, whenever, uh, I mean, right now I just finished training with uh, y'all. I'm sure y'all know of Matt Danger Snell. Of course. Um, yep. Yeah. He's got a UFC fight coming. You got?
0: Well, might have lost you again. Fingers crossed. The Wi-Fi gods bring him back. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm back. There we go. Look at that. Awesome. Yeah. What's yeah, now? Is he here. a, ban- get, get is help. Matt a Bantamweight or a featherweight?
1: He's a flyweight.
0: Oh, he's a flyweight. Wow. Yes.
1: Yeah. yeah. He's, he's a flyweight and, uh, and he is fighting some guy from Asia. I, is what I think. I, I haven't looked at the guy's name just yet, Okay. it was just released this morning. So I was just doing jujitsu with him and, uh, uh, a bunch of black belts over here. Henzo Gracie. You know Mick Maynard? He's the matchmaker for the UFC. Yeah. He, um, he has he has a gym called Henzo uh, Gracie uh, Lake Houston. And we were just over there training right now. Training some jiu-jitsu.
0: How is he? He's a black belt, I believe. Mick?
1: Mick, yeah. He's a beast. Um, a lot of people don't know that. Uh, he's, a, yeah, he's a black belt in jiu-jitsu and he's got really good stand up. He's got good, great kickboxing. Uh so he's it, a, a real, really cool guy.
0: Yeah, what a badass job. I've actually messaged him a couple times like because we're really trying to get on Fight Pass. Uh so it's a it's a big thing for us to possibly get on Fight Pass. So I messaged him a couple times and didn't get a response, but <laughs> we we figured out a different way, obviously the the more professional way to go about it, but he's uh he seems very yeah. very humble and very uh, uh i guess uh easy to get in contact with for for such a high profile job
1: yeah super nice guy give you he would give you the shirt off his back um awesome guy that, yeah. that's all i have to say about him. he's an awesome guy um has a great school awesome guy i've known him for a very very long time so really really good guy um but yeah yeah it's really cool um we have a bunch of good fighters out here. Uh, I've always been wanting to fight in Canada, so so maybe we can get make that happen.
0: That would be great. You know, I think you're super talented, and it's funny because, uh, like, I for some reason I thought you fought for a promotion at one point in Ontario, um, or or possibly were you lined up to fight for BTC at one point? Or like, I know you've had a ton of canceled fights in your um, career.
1: Yeah, we. I went through a hard time and. It would, it would be like I would, get a, I would get a fight scheduled, and then it would be two or three weeks in, and I had an injury, yeah. and then I just kind of went through a rough patch. I think every fighter does this. It's like I went through a rough patch where I was training really hard for so long that, like, just boom, injury, boom, injury. And then a lot of people would sign the contract, and then they would pull. And no. I was like, man, I mean, it's just canceled fight after canceled fight, and I was like, man, this got to stop. No. And then, um, uh, long story short, what a lot of people don't know is my last like three or four canceled fights were because I uh, I had leukemia and I didn't know it, so um, it, it was it was a crazy crazy situation. We um, I kept getting injured and my body was fatiguing and we didn't know what the deal was yeah and and i was like man i just don't feel right what's what's the deal and but and then we pulled out of a fight um i was actually supposed to fight at um for lfa it was dana white looking for a fight and he came all the way to belton texas and um he came in and i was gonna fight i saw dana there and I was on the TV portion of the card and they flew my opponent in from uh, Colorado, big team over there, uh, great opponent. And it was just my time to shine. And mm-hmm. I was in the back trying to get warmed up and my body started shutting down. Uh, I like, the, the pain was just, just incredible. I, my body was sweating and my joints were locking up. And I didn't know what the deal was. And I was yeah. like, man, something's wrong, man. So then, like, you know, I chugged, I chugged like, Two pre workouts, and I was like, me and my coach were like, "Hey, we're just gonna go out there and throw bombs and try to finish this guy." Yeah. And but then I tried to throw a, a kick, and my hips locked up. So uh, and then I and then I like could barely walk, and so we were so confused, and we had to pull from that fight that like ten minutes before it went live on TV.
0: Oh no! And
1: we're like, we went straight to the yeah, we went straight to the emergency room, and they took blood and they were like, Hey man, um, your blood counts way off. You know, we, we think something's wrong. So we're going to transfer you over to a hospital. So, so yeah, they transferred me over and, uh, they were like, Hey, we have, you have some kind some type of, uh, cancer. They're like, we don't know if it's terminal or not. So, oh um, God. so, you know, we're, we're going to do more tests. So, I was I, at this point I didn't believe them, so I was like, you know, all right. I was like, I don't like this place. Let's go to another doctor. <laughs> and
0: so yeah, yeah. We
1: left, and, um, and yeah, we 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 left. Wow. So I was like, I'm not I'm not liking what these people are saying. So then we went to yeah. uh, MD Anderson, which is like you know the biggest in the world, one of the best cancer cancer hospitals in the world, and they they said you know oh you have uh leukemia, and I was like no way, and so mm. yeah I have a It's it's a form of leukemia, it's a CML, um, and we got it treated in one year, I had already beaten, I've already beaten it, so now I'm coming back, so it's it's, going to be a really big story.
0: That is an incredible story, wow, that is, is wow, that is a huge story, and to look at you, you know, and that's the typical thing, but to look at somebody, like, in the physical shape of you, Colton, like, you're a beast, and it's crazy to think that, like, how people can just kind of live and have no idea and then you know you find out and it's such a shock you know but that's an incredible it, uh, that's the thing about there again i always say it like there's so right. much more it, to it, being a wild. fighter
1: um, it, it, it can hit anybody at any time so you know i i mean that's the last thing i thought i had you know so man but that's crazy it, uh, wild. it, it definitely opens your eyes and you you um you take things you look at things a little differently after
0: something like that happens to you yeah you definitely do i i couldn't agree more i uh, once you once you have those life-changing moments it's 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 definitely hard to go back uh to to switch gears a little bit i gotta ask you about for from myself from a promoter standpoint um are you still there did we lose you Dun dun dun! Looks like we might have lost Colton here, folks.
1: There he is. There,
0: Colton. You there? Are you back? Yeah, I'm here. You here? (laughs) Nope. Maybe uh, uh, try to join again. Just uh, kick yourself out and come back. Looks like we're having some uh, some major Wi-Fi issues on this show, folks. You know, this is uh, 83 episodes, and we've never had this happen. So uh, lots of Wi-Fi issues today, but thanks for sticking with us here on this beautiful sunny day in Nova Scotia, Canada. If anybody's wondering where Nova Scotia is, uh, again, we're a fight promotion up here in eastern Canada. Um, Nova Scotia is at the kind of the northeast tip of Canada. It's a beautiful place. Canada's ocean playground, they call it. Uh, these glasses, again, are provided by another sponsor of ours, Vitalize. Check them out at vitalize.us. Colton is back. Let's bring him back here for a couple more minutes. And uh, yeah, I just wanted to ask him a couple more questions. Colton, how are you, man? All
1: right. I'm good, man. How are
0: you? Good. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Some Wi Fi stuff.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. Crazy.
0: No worries, man. I got to ask you a a couple questions. I just want to ask you right quick, uh, about different promotions. You've competed for a lot of them. Um, any big differences you notice from competing on like a promotion, like LFA and fury to any of the others? Like, does the professionalism, does it matter to you or do you just care? You just want to fight?
1: Um, well, I mean, you know, obviously from, from fury to LFA, the only difference was they had cameras in your face. Yeah. Um, but you know they both of those shows are ran perfectly um, uh, those are the two main shows over here in, in Houston and um, th- those shows are run very nicely um, I, I think that um, you know uh, LFA is on Fight pass now yeah. but I haven't fought for them on Fight pass but but honestly nothing nothing's different about it um, it's just Sometimes it's a bigger stadium, bigger crowd. Uh, doesn't matter to me. I'm, I'm just looking to get in there and fight. You know, yeah. I love to fight. I like to fight. It's it's just it's fun for me, and uh, it's just it's my passion. You know, it's it's something I enjoy waking up and going and doing two or three times a day. And um, and I, you know, I, oh, of course, you know, I don't like to get hit in the face, but <laughs> yeah. I do like I do like to compete.
0: Sure. Yeah, yeah but that's the thing, man. Like. You, you could sit at all these events I put on or the days I train with people or who fight and, or dude, ju- I'm a brown belt in jujitsu. I pu- spent plenty of time training with people, but no one gives a shit about getting hurt. Nobody. They all care because right. they're lost. Like that's a competitive nature. Like it's the people are in this sport to win. They don't care. Like people, you care that you got hurt. Don't get me wrong. There's those dark moments, but to lose is the, is the hard part.
1: Right. Exactly. That's, that's every fighter's nerves is like man i just i don't want to mess up i don't want to lose you know that's where all the pressure comes from yeah and you know and some fights are bigger than the others you know if you you lose that fight then you have to set back another year and a half in your career so you know that's that's what makes people nervous that's what i feel yeah
0: you're right no you're right because there's there's so much pressure and there's such a small uh, i look at this this whole thing that's going on right now man with the ufc and and everything like the the whole market has become so crazy right now like there's fighters like getting shots the ufc that normally wouldn't which i think is fantastic i think it's great
1: right yeah i think that's awesome um you know people are pulling out people aren't ready people are getting injured um you know fight camps are different now you know you can't have just full-blown fight camps everybody has to be almost quarantined so nobody yeah. gets this virus or nobody infects the whole team, you know? Um, it's it's very it's very different. Um, but, like, here in Houston, everybody just kind of opened their doors. Uh, every gym here just kind of full-fledged opened the doors, and everybody's training like nothing happened. Yeah. Um, but they're starting to lock down again. And, you know, like, when we start getting some high-level people in there, we start – kind of watching we don't let people come in now um certain people you know if someone even like sniffs yeah weird you know i'm looking at them and i'm like hey get out oh
0: yeah it's true like i know like here in in nova scotia we in the last like so we've had three cases in the last like 24 days total so wow. yeah we like we have a population are like so the four provinces like nova scotia new brunswick newfoundland and pei these four provinces is now opened up and the total population is like two and a half million and there's been i think there's like 22 cases in the whole area so wow. we're able to put on events now with up to 200 people but it's i don't know Very what's cool. and it's interesting like you're right in the mecca like what do you think is going to happen with all this like they're saying in the media like texas could be an epicenter like
1: man i don't know it's it's bad here yeah it's um because you know how texans are man they they don't yeah. care they yeah. <laughs> they they're walking around with their guns and they're they're just like ah, this virus ain't nothing you know uh, and they they're wild but um man i don't know um i i just i have a feeling it's gonna pass but i just don't know how long it's gonna take uh I, I know I'm doing the right things to keep myself, you know, safe and and the and my family, you know, everybody safe. And um, but you know, I watch who I roll with. I watch who yeah. I train with. If 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 anybody looks like they don't they don't shower or they you know they don't wash their hands regularly or you know if anything any kind of sign, I'm just like, nope, I'm not yeah. training with you. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm picky because you know. Like, I, like you said, uh, people are falling out of these UFC fights left and right. Mm-hmm. And you know I'm just trying to stay ready. And if I get a call tomorrow, I'm ready to go.
0: Yeah, so. yeah. Very smart, man. It's uh, I think it's super smart. And I've legit told people, like, you stink. I'm not rolling with you. Like, if, if, you, if you don't have the ability to wash your ghee or I'm not rolling with you, I can't. I can't take that risk. I'm a germaphobe.
1: Absolutely, absolutely not. I agree. Um, there have been people that I've rolled with, and it's just like, I was. just smells horrible. You know, they haven't <laughs> washed their ghee after like three rolls. Yeah, I'm like, much. hey, you need to go take a shower, wash your ghee and then come back. You know, so you know, it, it it happens like that, and I don't I don't understand it. I I wash my ghee off after every roll, yeah. even if it's a one round. Or if I'm not even rolling, if I'm just wearing my gi and I'm lightly sweating in it, I'm gonna yeah. wash that gi. Should so you gotta you gotta take care of yourself?
0: Yeah, no, I agree. It's a that's with this whole COVID thing. It's you know, it's like there's lots of clubs that certainly are gonna struggle. Obviously, people are saying jujitsu, but uh, but kickboxing is okay. You know, like, but at the end of the day, it's it's a sport, and you're either gonna have to go back at it full on, or you're not. Right. You know, like right. it's not a sport you can kind of dance around like you got to get in there and get dirty. Like
1: Exactly. Um, yeah, it, it's it's wild. Uh, you know, like people are popping up every left and right that I know that are like getting it. And, and I'm just like it's keeping me like training over here at 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 one specific gym instead of like going everywhere now. Because I normally, you know, travel Houston and, and, yeah, you know, and train at all the, uh, the the top gyms, but you know, now I'm just kind of like sticking to one gym. I'm being yeah. really
0: safe. That's um, a good idea. Good idea, Yeah. Man. Well, safety is uh, important.
1: Yeah. When are y'all looking to have another show?
0: Well, we're waiting right now. We uh, we put our present our presentation proposal into the uh, commission on uh, Monday night. So it was a beautiful twenty page proposal. So uh, hopefully it's, it passes what we need and uh, we can put on events. We're looking to put one on uh, once a month if we can go, like August, September, October, November is the plan. Uh-huh. So if we can, we're, we're looking to kind of bang off as many events as we can moving forward. Like if we can do six to eight a year, you know, that would be the, the, the goal. So um, fingers Very crossed. Cool. Yeah, we'll hopefully get you up here. Uh, God knows when the borders are going to open here, but uh, who knows? Yeah. Uh-
1: yeah yeah definitely keep me in mind um i'm, I'm always ready to go uh, awesome
0: that's good to know one,
1: one, 155
0: perfect perfect yeah. listen where can everybody find you online here working any can shout outs you want to give
1: out yeah um you can follow me on instagram at white Assassin 155 and um and you know on facebook colton england um it's not spelled like the country it's spelled uh
0: and
1: yeah K O L T O N, England with a U instead of an A. So <laughs> yeah, everybody, everybody, gets confused with the in the A and the U. Yeah.
0: Perfect. Just awesome. Just like
1: that. There you yeah, go, folks. Yeah. I, I look forward to seeing you. Uh, look forward to fighting for y'all soon. I
0: hope so, buddy. You know, you're super talented. We'd love to have you up here. I've been following you for a while and uh, I think you're going to do good things and uh, keep it up. Keep being a good guy and and hopefully we can get you on a fight. And if not, we'll get you on a future podcast again, too.
1: Awesome. Awesome. All right. Thank you. All right, buddy. Drive safe.
0: Drive safe, my man. There you have it. Colton England, folks. All right. Thank
1: you. Thank you. you, buddy.
0: All right, folks, stay tuned here in about five, now probably three minutes or so. We're going to bring on our next guest, Mitcher, 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 (laughs) Mr. Kyle Propolik. Stay tuned, three minutes. Hello, folks. How are you? Welcome back. We are episode 83. We're going to bring on our final guest here, Mr. Kyle Prepolik, a guy out of Windsor, Ontario, Um, two fights in the UFC. He's definitely a staple in the Canadian scene. He's done a hell of a lot of fighting in Canada. Uh, I believe his record right now, yeah, 12-7. and He's fought absolutely everybody in Canada pretty much. His fights were super tough in the UFC, both decision losses, so I kind of want to chat with him about that. I know what his future plans are. Well, I think I do. I could be totally wrong as hell. Who knows? But uh, he seems like a really, really good dude. Uh, tough as nails and everybody you kind of talk to he's one of those guys that just kind of keep coming forward and doesn't really care you can hit him as much as you like he's just going to keep smiling at you so probably the toughest kind of fight you can have so uh let's bring him on uh the Windsor uh Ontario native the one and only uh Mr. Kyle Prepolik. how are you sir
2: I'm good man how are you
0: awesome thanks for doing this appreciate it
2: no problem man thanks for having me
0: yeah of course it's been a while uh well not a while at all i haven't talked to you before at all but <laughs> i've been bugging you <laughs> I, to come I, on randomly but how's uh how are yeah. you doing with all this foolishness
2: um just like everybody else is trying to i don't know just make things happen stay busy um lots of house projects and little side jobs here and there you know yeah. just trying to stay busy basically how are things on your end
0: <laughs> uh about the same you know just kind of Trying to stay busy, I painted my entire house, so like you said, uh, like kind of house projects and that kind of stuff. Yeah. But it's you know, training is a is a big part of my life. Not not to the extent, obviously, for yourself, but you know, it's it's really a, a hobby for me. But it's so important for my mental health, and it, it's been a struggle for sure.
2: Yeah, that's a especially like people who do do it. It's it's definitely a big part of their life because it, it just becomes like one with you, man. It's. Such an awesome sport, you know.
0: Yeah, it really is. It's uh, how, how did you get into it? Actually, Kyle. Like, it's wrestling. Was that and obviously? in Ontario wrestling is a big part of it, especially down in the Windsor area. But,
2: um, basically, like after like I was done playing hockey and basically uh, like just started as just as soon as I was starting high school. Um, after I was done playing hockey, I'm like, you know, I want to get stronger. I want to do this, I wanna do yeah. that, and then went into boxing for a summer. I'm like, this, this is it. Like. training the you know you still have your team but it's all you yeah and then you know family wasn't too cool with that at first And then, (laughs) uh, you know so i'm like all right whatever you know gotta i gotta do what i gotta do you know my parents Mm -hmm. wanted me to get a job get license all that stuff because i was so young and then i'm like all right perfect i'll go do that then uh didn't really want me to box they had some uh whatever disagreement with the coach yeah. and some other things. And then I was like, well, I'll join high school wrestling. And, and then uh, proceeded on to that and <laughs> went to one gym and then went to and still at uh, Maximum Training Center now,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and I'm just doing my thing. So the rest that's basically is history. how I
0: You tricked yeah. them pretty much. You were like, well, you don't like boxing. I'll go into wrestling, which really will just lead me to MMA. <laughs> yeah
2: just foundations of everything that you need right so it's, yeah it's it perfect
0: <laughs> that's cool smart i like that ontario is such a hotbed and has been for such a long time like you know and not just mma like i i hate to say it all the time because we're on the east coast and it's like you know anywhere in canada a lot of times ontario 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 but with population becomes better athletes it's just a, it's the way it is you know and uh yeah better facilities, better training partners. It is what it is. But, um, you guys all seem to, well, I could be wrong, but it seems like people in Ontario, like the higher level fighters all train together somewhat.
2: Um, yeah. Like we all like, what was it? Like not too long ago. Like we would all meet up at like adrenaline, like other gyms and we'd all just train together. Whether, whether we're at the same level, same stage or mm-hmm. you know different stages of the game, but we would all work together. Cause you know, iron sharpens iron and yeah. you know, it's, at the end of the day, we all have the same goal and same dream. And it's the best thing that we could do for the iron sharpens iron kind of thing. You know, it's uh we all have our own pace and process of it. So we got to do what we got to do. Right.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's well, it's like I always look at hockey. If, if if you didn't have people to play with, it you wouldn't be very good, you know. And it's you get those different looks is is really really important. You mentioned adrenaline, Mark Hominick, You know, he's a, a guy I know. I don't probably know him as well as you know him, but I know him pretty well. And he he actually came out here for a charity golf tournament. I did probably I don't know maybe two thousand and. I don't know what year it was, 2014 or 15 or so. But man, what a time we had! What an absolute laugh. Him <laughs> and his wife Ashley came as well, and uh, it was absolutely hilarious. So he's a, he's a great guy.
2: Oh, I can only imagine. Mark Mark is a sweet dude. He that guy's yeah. that guy's the best. <laughs> yeah,
0: he is. He's he's an absolute riot. We had a lot of fun out. He he came and stayed out here in the water at the Pictou Lodge and stuff. And for for myself, you know, like I'm a promoter, but I'm also uh, I train, but at the end of the day, like I'm not a fanboy. I'm not one of those people who's gonna be like, "Oh my god," you know. But at deep down, you're like, "Oh, you know, this is really cool because <laughs> yeah. this is this is a legend of our sport, really." Like, I yeah. think of that. Like some oh, people 100%. may not, but he
2: is. Yeah, yeah, 100. percent He's he is a legend. He's he's one of those uh, you know one of those Canadians that you look up to, being like, I gotta be like this guy. I don't know I gotta yeah. want to be as good or surpass him because he's like that uh, that role model that. That athlete, that fighter, that killer—you yeah. know—it's—and then when you meet him, like he's so down to earth and he's just yeah. so chill, so calm.
0: <laughs> yeah, this guy will kill me right now. But uh like for my end, you know. But it's just yeah. when that's the beauty of the sport. Like I, 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 you try to tell people all the time. Like you don't realize it. Like you have no idea if a bum like me, who's just a, like a regular hobbyist jujitsu, can really hurt you. You have absolutely no idea what a real athlete, pro, would do to you. <laughs> like it was a different world altogether
2: yeah it's just different animals like it's just it's the intensity is so much different it's it's yeah. it's wild
0: <laughs> yeah and and that's it like muscle memory and everything like when the positions that you have trained a million times that regular person just has never seen in their life
2: yeah and, oh, exactly that's spot on that's
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah that's true so what what you I know like uh you, you haven't been you've been doing your house projects. What, what's the plan for you? Like, are you going to fight for BTC again? I know like you fought for them in the past. Like what's, what's kind of the future for you? Are you, are you,
2: um, right now it's just, you know, this whole COVID thing going on and you know, every, like where we're at not everything's open yet. I don't know if you guys are stage three or whatever stage you guys are at, but, Yeah. Um, you know, it's just, we have small groups that get together to, do whatever, whether it's, like, going for a run because you're allowed to be with, like, eight or so people and, and go for a run or do pad work in the park or in the backyard or yeah. something or grapple in the backyard or just whatever. And then, you know, if you got weights or whatever at home, like, you got to do what you got to do. But, you know, we're uh, still figuring out, like, everything, what what's going to happen, what the plan is, because uh, we, we have no idea what's going on basically. Yeah.
0: So, well, uh, Ontario is, like... Compared to out here, like I was just talking to Colton about it, like he, like he's in Houston, Texas. Like, like for, for us, you read, and I try not to read the news, but you read the news randomly. It's like Texas is the new hotbed, blah blah blah. We're, I'm like, we're out here in the East Coast, and they just opened up. No, like Newfoundland, New Brunswick, PEI, Nova Scotia can all go amongst one another now. So oh, I think see, we have great. six cases between the four provinces or something. So now we can have events up to two hundred people. So fingers crossed, we can pull off an. These events that we're planning—that's so.
2: Yeah. Oh, no, that's that's already like a huge, big, like big step up from like even where we're at because finally we have patios and restaurants opening, and it's just like, all right, cool. Like, when's uh when's the <laughs> gym's opening up? When are the yeah. small groups going to be able to train or you know do that kind of stuff?
0: Yeah, it's it's so frustrating. Like, I know I've said it to other people, like you know, but it's it's justified. Walmart has a pharmacy. and I'm like, no, no. Yeah. That's not justified. If they can be walking in there, period, then we can be training, period. 100%. 100%. Like, there should be no argument
2: on that. Well, I, and especially after training, everyone's either showering, wiping up, everywhere gets clean. Like, mm-hmm. I know, like, every gym it's standard for everybody to clean after the gym, like, wipe the mats down, clean everything up, and it's like, nothing's going to change for us. We got to clean up every time anyway, so yeah. Yeah, it's just that's, good hygiene. That's...
0: Yeah, it's, it's it's more what like the people like at your local Montana's are doing when they come out of the washroom. Are they washing their hands? Like, you know, those yeah. are the people you should worry about. Not like not us. <laughs> like,
1: yeah. Play the old no, soap I get
0: it. it's the soap trick game with them. Kyle. what color is the soap there? Uh, you get in and wash your hands. You know,
2: yeah. like I got sanitizer. It's like, ah, I guess, yeah. but come on, yeah, it's
0: not the same as washing your hands for sure, yeah. you know. But yeah, it's it's kind of crazy. But hopefully, you guys get back in, in order up there and, and can get things going. I you see random picks of people training, but uh, to get some events, I, I've been you know, I talked to Jamie uh from Prospect quite a lot. Uh, he's a real good fellow, and, and we no, get along and kind of share ideas. Yeah, he's good for the sport,
2: yeah, uh, he's. He's all about putting on a good show and, you know, like taking care of the athletes, you know, and just make sure everybody's good. You know, like he always wants to make sure like everybody's happy as best as possible, you know?
0: Yeah. Which is the key. Like I always say that too in this business, you're, yeah, you're a fight promoter, but customer service, like your fighters are your customers, like your fans are your customers, but your fighters are too. You gotta exceed yeah. the expectation, not just meet it. I don't want people fighting for us and be like, Yeah, it was all right. I want them to be like, Yeah, that was badass. They treated us really well. And that's when you talk to anybody about Jamie, that's how it is.
2: Yeah. Well, it's, it's, that's how it should be, right? It's yeah. um, like like exactly how you said, man, is everybody's gotta everybody's gotta work together, everyone's gotta be good together and you know yeah. it, good things happen. <laughs> no work question. Getting, good things will happen.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's it. Like, I guess uh, that's a good segue into your UFC tenure. Like you'd lost two on decision. Like for you, what do you take from that?
2: Uh, It's, it's, it's all part of the process, you know, like it is what it is. Like, yeah, it sucks, but it's, you know, like anything's possible. I just got to work my way back. Like I, I have my little health issues right now and, you know, we're figuring that out and, you know, I'm, I'm working hard right now just to, change my diet up slowly and you know slowly take the weight off so you know cuts are not as crazy or not as such a giant increment at one time kind of thing and
1: i mm-hmm.
2: uh, just gotta i just gotta figure that out and once that's figured out then uh if i don't get the rhabdo episodes then uh it's game over for everybody i go against you know it's mm-hmm. i've had uh, a few fights when the rhabdo didn't happen and i demolished a few people and just outclassed it and then when the rhabdo happens, it's just a complete handicap. And I'm like, man, I got to just swing and just hopefully hit this guy and hopefully it goes out because then when my my legs just shut down, I got nothing. Then I'm immobile for like a month or two. (laughs) Can't walk, can't do anything.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's such a big sacrifice in this sport that like, you know, like I always think to myself, Kyle, like as a UFC athlete, so win or lose, you're in that octagon. And then people don't understand, like these athletes have to fly home like yeah. that feeling of in that airport like your legs are busted up or, or whatever it is like that's pain that like a normal person just can't understand
2: yeah it's it's uh it's it's totally a different feeling like i don't care about the bruises that's that's fine like yeah. I, I already know that comes with it it's it is what it is but uh when it's something like you can't really control or have like an idea of like it's just like oh man or like when i fought in nordin like that last kick that went under right to the side of my knee that mm-hmm. was like <laughs> that was nasty i saw like the bruise after i'm like oh i'm like he busted that up pretty good and i'm like yeah. all right and then when i was on the plane i'm like okay this, this kind of hurts a little bit but other than that it, like it is what it is yeah
0: yeah mental toughness you know that's it that's i think a huge part of this game like it just everybody you talk to it's the exact same i don't give a shit about any black guys i don't care because at the end of the day it all heals you know yeah. like oh,
2: exactly and it's hundred percent that like you can even if there's a few like quotes that even mike tyson was saying he's like you can be as tough as you want you ain't gonna survive unless you have that you know like that mental game that mental toughness is everything yeah. it's, it's not a checkers it's it's chess you know
0: yeah yeah it's true like if, for me like I, i'm i'm a real like my mental game of competing is terrible like i'm not i'm looking at the person i'm like he's gonna kill me he's gonna kill me right now <laughs> whereas uh, like i should be like as a brown belt, I should be, like, more, I'm getting better at it, but, like, I should be more confident in my jujitsu, right? Like, be like, no, 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 hold on. I've been at this 11 years, man. Like, I'm going to heel hook this guy or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. But no, it's, exactly. like, you look at a person like you and you're like, no, no. I'm going to kick, I'm winning this fight. I'm going to do my game plan, right? And that's where a game plan comes into it.
2: Yeah, it's the whole game plan and the, the fight and flight. and It's all the stuff that works together, right? It's, uh, like, don't get me wrong. There's times where I'm, like, Damn, I got to fight this beast. I can get seriously <laughs> hurt and then I'm like, whatever, we're going to go have fun out there cuz uh, yeah. anything's possible here. I just say yeah. 1% chance and we got this. <laughs> yeah, and
0: that's it. Like I guess like when another old cliche saying is people, you know, like the the sparring's the hard part, right? And it's it's really true. Like there's a lot of hard sparring, but people don't spar as as, as hard as they do, but I think the workouts are way more intense. Like the camps are more intense maybe.
2: Yeah, I like the way like I would do like a camp or something. It's like I'll have hard sparring once a week, once every other week, if that, and then the rest is just hard grappling, hard wrestling, uh, situational drills, all that kind of stuff, just to keep going. Because it's, it's, I feel like this game is evolving so much where everybody's just so good at something now that uh, it's all a cardio game now. Cardio and just the timing, the precision,
1: yeah.
2: you know, doing almost doing the right things. Just now it's this, this chess game is getting tighter, you know?
0: Yeah, it is. Like, it's crazy when you watch athletes, like you say, like like everything's evolving so quick. Even since Conor, like how many fighters now fight that way? Like, there's not too many people that fight on flat-footed anymore, like that traditional stance, right? Like, everyone's moving.
2: Everybody's bouncing. There's like, like the way boxers would fight, how they're throwing feints and just giving different looks, the head movements, Everyone's slowly starting to adapt more into that boxing footwork, being light on your feet with everything. Because now, if you're flat-footed and they catch you, you're getting taken down. Nah. And then now, now it's a grappling battle. But if you're moving, now you can time these guys where other guys are following your rhythm and movement. You know, so it's it's just who who's going to implement the game plan and who's going to fight whose fight kind nah. of thing. That's how I feel anyway.
0: No, that that's very well put, like, coming from, you, you know, better than me. So like, uh, it's, 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 just,
2: it's just the perspective, like, it's just my yeah. opinion from, like, even what I've experienced. I know if I'm flat-footed, either someone's going to mimic or they're going to try and outpace. And then yeah. it's like, okay, well, if he's going to do that, I'm going to have to change my game up because I know what this guy is going to do because of all yeah. the opportunities that present itself for him. So now i got to, you know, I'll go to my next game plan, whatever that may be at that point.
0: Yeah, it'd be interesting if, like, the way you just explained it there, if, if the UFC could kind of, obviously, it's hard, but, like, if the UFC could kind of implement, like, like the Street Fighter kind of like uh, Kyle Preplex on the stage two because that first stage didn't work in the fight, you know, if they could show that progression somehow, like, okay, Kyle's game plan was to do this, and now obviously that didn't work. Now he's on the stage two. Or
2: whatever. Yeah, like the, like a round breakdown, you know, like the first yeah. round, okay, it wasn't, this wasn't his round now let's see okay here's round two now the the total game plan has changed and it's worked or yeah you know, he didn't learn and adapt okay the final round came now desperation mode came and now he's catching this guy or whatever mm-hmm. whatever it may be I, I i get what you're saying now yeah
0: it's kind of interesting we'll have to keep that one the wraps <laughs> there's that one for perfect. robin black you can have yeah. that one
2: well he'd be perfect for that he, yeah he's he great right at those
0: he is pink he does he a good job he's a good guy for canadian martial arts too supports oh, a lot bink. of stuff yeah, that's cool. Interesting. Well, so uh I got another question for you. I just a couple more before I let you go if that's okay. Um yeah. one, one interesting fact that kind of pops in my mind about you is you fought Kevin Lee at MFL. Yeah. <laughs> what was that experience like? Like not just uh... the fact that it was Kevin obviously, like you back then it was the same for you, but like MFL like it, it's an interesting experience. They like, like they they do some crazy events with like 40 fights on each card.
2: Yeah. The one that I was, at, I don't really remember how many fights there's probably like 20 or 20 yeah. something fights. And, uh, it, it was pretty good. Like it was packed. That's all. I remember. I remember that place vividly. Like it was all one, uh, one unit unless it was like far back. Then they had like their little like pull bleachers and whatnot. But it was, uh, it was pretty busy. It was pretty packed, like a good showing. And it was yeah. almost, like, uh, I can't remember what hall it was like what was that eight, eight, yeah eight I years was ago. Two,
0: 2013 i think it was 2013? yeah okay, 2012 so or 2013 years. yeah one of the two yeah so
2: seven still 78 years i'm like
0: yeah i'm not crazy back it
2: like that yeah that was uh that was an interesting event it was still like well put like everyone yeah. was pretty cool and chill about it but you know i was he was still young and fragile he's still young now i'm yeah. i'm I'm only a little older, but I'm, I still feel young. So it's that's all that matters. Of
0: course, yeah, you are. Like I, I'm 39, Kyle, and, and I feel great. Like you know, there's some days like I'm tired or whatever, but like if, that's everybody. Like I, it's, yeah, you you got 10 <laughs> years on me, and you're I think the a, a lot of potential for sure. Like is just the prime, right?
2: Yeah, like I said, like earlier in the Congo, it's 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 only a part of the process. Like I feel like I'll be back, cause like even. You know, my one friend, he just got re-signed July twenty fifth, Jesse uh, Jesse Ronson. So, yeah. you know, he this is his second, or sorry, third shot, and it's like great. I hope he just kicks some ass. You know, like yeah. he deserves it, man. he's he does deserve at it. it and I I hope he just throws them hands. Cause that's, that's what he's best at.
0: <laughs> he is a savage. Like that's, you know, the old cliche saying, but I've been watching Jesse from too from like way back in the score fighting series days. And he's another yeah. guy, he looked really good in his last fight versus Troy Lamson too. Yeah. And he definitely does deserve it. Now, another guy you train with actually down there, Mr. Laramie, has got a call to the contender. Series.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I think he's going to, I think he's going to crush it. And he's really going to showcase like the world on that show why he deserves, he belongs there. Awesome. He, the, the kid is so evolved and he's so young, like all the, the world is his man. It, it's yeah. it's only a matter of time till, you know, after that, what, August 11th, I think mm-hmm. when he goes and performs, I, I think he, I think he's going to get the contract right after that fight. Awesome. That's just my opinion. I obviously I'm a little biased because he's, he is my teammate, mm-hmm. but at the same time I've worked with him. I've seen who he works with. I, I know how hard he works. And, uh,
0: that's such a beautiful thing. You know, like that's the way a teammate should be right there. I'm just, I'm just being honest, man, (laughs) but proud, proud of this guy who's worked really hard. you know what I mean? Like everybody deserves these opportunities when they're, when they're, when, when they put in the hard work and they're doing it the right way, if you're cheating, fuck you. But if you're, if you're doing it the right way and you're working hard and you earn that opportunity, man. All the, and he's one of those guys he's been training. He's that future. Like, he's that generation that's been training since he's, like, a kid.
2: Yeah. Just a young kid through his teens and then turned pro and just slowly it's taken over. And it's only a matter of time until he's, like, like after August 11th, like I said, I think he gets that contract. Mm-hmm. I, I think he's going to showcase how good his striking is. He's already, like, a sick dominant grappler. But I think he's really going to showcase how he's going to mix that up. He Like, I... Yeah, I think he could GSP this.
0: Oh, that would be so
2: awesome. I think you're <laughs> – what is it? That was that
0: 125, too, right?
2: They're the, his younger brother,
0: yeah. Tony. Tony. And he's yeah, one I – mean, what's what's TJ, a bantamweight? He's uh,
2: feather featherweight. He's a featherweight? Yeah, 145. I wow.
0: Remember. Jesus. Yeah, he, he looked really good in his last fight. I wasn't sure if he was a bantamweight or featherweight. But he's also – the thing about him, too, is he also plays the game really well. He understands the game. His social media presence is really good.
2: Yeah, well, and fight IQ and just he's very active everywhere he can. Yeah. Right. So, and uh, that's it's it's excellent, especially this this day and age. Like you got to be on all those things, showing the world what you're doing. You know, whether it's just hey, I did pad work today. I'm cycling. I'm doing this. I'm doing Mm -hmm. that. I'm going grappling. Whatever. Or you know, I whatever just yep. whatever and doing his thing and all of all the kudos to the kid you know he's he's doing it right
0: yeah well it's he, he's doing it right but he's probably looked up to guys like you guys who have done it too right like that's that's the idea like again back to a team you know when kind of people can can work together and, and i guess uh i don't know what i'm trying to say like breed off uh other people's success like again we were talking about hominic right and, and like i'm sure yeah. you spent shit tons of time training with those guys
2: yeah, like, we would go, like, his, our coach Reno would bring us up all the time. Like, we'd go up, if if not, probably, like, three, four times a month, if possible. And then, we, you know, our coach would bring us to other gyms, like, uh, at Rufus Sport. Or, you know, a few years ago, me and TJ went out to uh, Team Alpha Male, just because, nice. like, you know, Mark and all those guys, they help us out. And, mm-hmm. You know, we want to train, we want to be better. And, you know, they're totally open about go cross-train become the best you can be yeah. this is this is a selfish sport it's a team sport too but at the end of the day you have to worry about yourself
0: yeah that's very true it really like at the end of the day like that's why i i take a i say that a lot i'm like listen i'm not the one getting in there like i'm not gonna bullshit your like at the end of the day like you are the one getting in there like and i'm shocked at how many athletes so don't surround themselves with good people like they're just like yeah. I want to get, and I'm like, no, like, you got, like, at the end of the day, like, it's a business.
2: That's, yeah, that's it. Your own, like, the way, like, this, the the one quote that I, you know, someone hit me with a long time ago that's forever stuck with me is, like, you're only as good as the people you surround yourself with. Mm-hmm. And it's it's true no matter what you do, whether it's business, uh, martial arts, sports, just life in general. It's it, it really goes to show, like, whoever you surround yourself with, either you're going to be better or you're going to be worse,
0: you know? Yeah, that's it. That's it. You can either, like, after a loss, you can either, you know, like, again, you can sit there digging the dumps and be like, ah oh, blah, 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 i got to change this. Or you can surround yourself with people who are going to help you fix those holes, right, to, to make you better. So it's it's like anything in life, I guess. You're always learning and, and growing. And, yeah, it's it's cool. And it's cool to see the scene in Canada, how it's evolved. Like, it's uh, – what are your feelings on that? Obviously, you, you know, GSP and Hominic were, were – you know the stars and then you you have Rory and he's kind of getting now to the point where probably a couple more fights who who do you think uh, is it is it TJ and yourself that're going to carry the carry the flag forward
2: <laughs> carry the torch yeah. yeah I still I still have lots of life left so I, I believe mm-hmm. not only like myself I believe the Laramies um I believe you know Ronson still has a lot of fight left yeah. fight life left um there's still tons of like Canadians. And I think the more this sport is evolving, the more Canadians are being shown and the more we're going to have Canadians on that roster. Yeah. That's just how I feel. But uh, yeah, I, I, I go with those choices. That's for sure.
0: <laughs> I think you're right though. I think the, there's going to be more opportunity, especially now that like it's going to take a while to get, um, to get some fights back in Canada, I think maybe, maybe next year. I don't know, to be honest, when it's going to happen. But if you look at their events, like they, they announced their events for August and they have like, like five, there's five weeks in August and they're doing one for the five weeks plus the contender series every week. So they have eight events in August.
2: Yeah. So that's, that's already like huge there. So, and you know, people who are last minute or, whatever like my my one friend justin james like out of nowhere just day notice or whatever he had they get called up like anything's possible yeah. that lottery shot is always there for everybody certainly so even like those uh like un- undiscovered gems like at any moment you know just good record whatever mm-hmm. or oh, you're exciting all right there you go you can you can you make this way can you do this yeah sure all right let's go yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. And, and that's the thing right everybody wants that shot you know, if if like, no, I shouldn't say nobody, like, don't get me wrong. Like if, if FLA called, <laughs> they'd be like, mm, no, but if the uh, UFC calls, you know well, what yeah, I mean? You, like, it's, 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 or... That's what I'm saying. Like people will fight for free if they have to, to get that opportunity. It's just the Mecca.
2: Yeah. It's, it's to put themselves out there, increase their value. Right. It's yeah. and a, a huge, I guess, what can you say? Like, almost like you're proving to yourself and everybody else like yeah i'm this good
0: i belong here.
2: yeah i belong exactly
0: (laughs) yeah it's it's interesting because like for me like we have i bet we have 300 people now in our database who want to fight for us pros from all over the world with really good records that are six seven and oh or whatever it happens to be and it's just it's interesting now because like i look at the what do you think it is? Because you have these other guys who are like, listen, we deserve more money, which is, it's a no brainer. hundred percent. You deserve more money. But want more money, Of course. So, so why do you think uh, it'll never, it's never going to change. It's not, unfortunately, because like, as soon as those guys say that they're, they're, they don't want to fight. There's the TJs who do. Right.
2: Yeah. Or like, uh, what's his name fighting the welterweight Gilbert Burns or is that Gilbert that? Burns? Yeah. 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 Where it's like, you know, Fidel wants more money. Okay, well, Gilbert, you want to fight? He's like, yeah, exactly. let's go. Yeah, and I, it, I, I understand where he's coming from, but at the same time, you also have to find you're kicking your yourself in the foot. You're, yeah, it's like you're not. They're not getting those NFL or NHL, you know, salaries or the, those wages. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like you you really got to. There's a point in time where it's like, okay, I got to fight just because I need to get to where I want to be, and then the rest you got to be smart in the business aspect too. Because you have to take yeah. care of yourself at the end of the day, right?
0: Yeah, you're very, very right. I actually think it's actually helped the UFC even more.
2: Oh, just honest. with like that publicity kind of stuff about and, the more money <laughs> and,
0: and money, like the fact that, like I, I just, I think it's going to help the UFC more when it comes to bargaining power. Like, there's no fans, you know. It's a, it's a hard thing to justify and until everybody bands together and it's like here as a promoter like again our our main event sean wallace and ryan rojovich we paid them both they didn't fight because we had canceled because of the weather we paid them both yeah we did it we didn't have to but we did it and that you know there's lots of money to be made that could be shared around no question about it but yeah when people just keep fighting it doesn't help the case that's where it's interesting where a union would be interesting i don't i don't know man like as a promoter i'm I don't know how i feel about it either way because i want people to get paid more but then you're also like i don't know
2: yeah every everyone like wants to be paid like what they want right mm-hmm. so like who was it oh uh, artem brought up something about bare knuckle about having a flat rate and that, that made me think okay you know like if, if they're fighting for flat rates and they're under a contract so instead of doubling down or whatever it is like where let's say as an example you make 10 and 10 and win. Yeah. So if it's already, let's say he starts his contract at 20 as just simple math. And then if he wins, you know, it goes up for his next fight. It doubles Mm -hmm. up or whatever, you know, just like little ideas like that. Mm -hmm. I was thinking, I'm like, if they change their almost like fight pay and how it goes, but then I feel like everyone would, coast if it was a flat rate like that there's nothing
0: well what if it was like say like for example so if you're on a first year like the USC I believe correct me if I'm wrong but it's four fight deals for the most part
2: yeah it just varies whatever like he could be a three fight four fight five fight like-
0: so say it was a four fight or four fight deal at sixty grand for the year for a new guy for example you fight four times that's sixty but then if you win, every time you win, you get another 10 or double or whatever. But that way yeah. it's guaranteed salary. That's where I think it's got to get to that level where people can't be surviving off contractual fights anymore. They have to have a – to be a professional athlete, you need like – and I'm just using 60. It technically yeah. should be like 160,
2: but yeah. you know
0: what I'm saying, right?
2: Nah, I get it. <laughs> like, Yeah, that's the, and, that, and that's the thing. It's like, okay, so – or just have like a bracket system, you know, entry-level fighters before – let's say before they're top 20, you guys make yeah, minimum this minimum per fight, like 50 K per fight out of your contract, new contract, or you become top 20. It goes to 80 to a hundred, yeah. depending who you are, whatever your market value is, obviously not including like your sponsor bonus or like if you get mm-hmm. monster Modelo or any of that other stuff as an example. Uh, and then it just goes up from there. So then top 15, top 10 goes up. And then if you're, you know, top three to champion, I think champ, champions should be getting minimum like 2 million. Yeah. You know, like, I, I know it's still, the sport is still young, but it's like, if you have a boxing champion, they're making <laughs> yeah. too many numbers. <laughs> you <Yeah>. know, like, <laughs> it's true. But, but boxing's been around forever. You know, it's been around for so long. That's why. I mean, they're still young. Boxing, I'm, they have the right thing because, you know, not only are they getting paid, but they also have sponsors that are paying heavy. Yeah. So it's. Yeah, it's the
0: sponsors, game. it really is an interesting game. I try to explain that to a lot of people. Like, they're like, my job's tough. I'm like, come work in the fight business. You know, like it's yeah, a it's... hard, hard <laughs> business, a lot of personalities, but it's fun. You know, at the, at the end of the day, you you do it because you love it and you, yeah. you get to pe- meet people like you. And that's what it's about for me. Like, just.
2: Yeah, it's about the people and everyone you get to meet. You know, it's. Uh, yeah. Just, even when I was at uh, Alpha Male Gym, like Faber said, please i remember him talking to like the whole class when we were training one session he's like you know everybody's got dreams here he's like fight because you want to because if you do not want to and you're aiming for money it's not going to go well you got to do it because you love it and then the money will come yeah and it's yeah. like you know, i'm like yeah it's like it's that process you know so yeah
0: yeah and that's very true you look at like all you guys who and girls who get injured and you just do it because you love it and, and it's it's a pretty admirable sport man and whether we as not so much we uh, but as as the fight community doesn't often get as much respect as it does a lot of people turn their nose to it still to this day it's come a long way for sure but you know it's uh, i think people like yourself and other professionals in the community keep doing what you're doing keep being positive role models because it's it doesn't go unnoticed man so you know you got a, you got lots of fans out here in the east and uh i can't wait <laughs> to see you fight fight again buddy
2: yeah, thank you. I, I can't wait here. So, yeah, if you, if you want to, just get in contact with Reno, you know, so then we'll, we can get something going. That would be pretty cool.
0: Yeah, they, the East Coast is always always a fan of uh, high-level athletes, man. So hey. we, you it's never right. know. It's, uh, we uh, uh, we don't know right now if, uh, if our events in August and September are only going to be maritime athletes. We're waiting on the commission for that to see what's yeah. going on. But uh, we've heard rumors that the Quebec border will be open to the Maritimes possibly at the end of July. So who knows what, who knows the truth? Yeah. I, I don't know. But
2: yeah, like I'm expecting like events to start back up like late fall until like next year where things will, I think, be normalized finally. But yeah, other than that, it's just self-development from here and just, just get better with the time, you know?
0: awesome that's good to hear well any quick words of advice before i let you go for any future athletes like who who are kind of getting possibly going to be in the same situation as you you know fighting at at a high level like that
2: um like i was saying earlier just enjoy the process of everything don't worry too much about you know what other people are saying just focus on you do your best like go train everywhere you can um you know find people and be surrounded by the good people whether it's Mm -hmm. coaches friends family etc just be around good things you know be kind that, that's another thing too. be kind to everybody it doesn't pay when uh you're a jerk or a jackass you know yeah it <laughs> doesn't will, it's easier to uh, be like gsp that's, if, that's yeah, probably the best role it's model I can think so of.
0: true in in this sport what i find a lot kyle is people in life too people judge someone based on like what they've heard about the other person you know, like in th- that, like we all heard that game of telephone. It goes through hundred people, and it comes back. It's like, oh, he's the good guy. It goes around twenty people, and by the end of it, it's like, no, no, he's the biggest asshole you ever met. Right? Yeah. But it's yeah. judge people on how your interactions are, are from them, and and that's really great advice. Just be kind and, and be like GSP. That's a that's wonderful, man. And you're a, real, a class act yourself. You know, you're you're super <laughs> intelligent, and I like speaking to you, man. So hopefully, you can work something out here on the on the
2: East Coast for you. Yeah, that'd be great. And thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> You're <a> good dude. <laughs> all
0: right, man. It's, uh, it's uh, I don't know. It's uh, for me, it's, uh, it's about just being a good guy. Like you, you can make all the money in the world. You can put all the events in the world. You can sit there in a suit on with a belt. You can be be the face of the promotion if the promoter all you like, but it's not, that's not what we're about here about being the face of like for it's the fighters. We're just the guys who happen to be fans to enjoy, to put on a fight. And if you have a platform, use it to, to do good. Right. So that's what it's about for me
2: yeah exactly <laughs>
0: so all right buddy well thanks so much for joining us Ho- hopefully it won't be the last time we'll be able to talk to you at, like i said if it's not in a fight but uh, on a future podcast but but lots of yeah. love to you guys in ontario and uh hopefully we'll get to chat with you soon
2: yeah that'd be great <laughs> awesome be, man.
0: all right man thanks again there you have it folks kyle Prepolik. thank you, See you pal.
2: yeah take it easy
0: great guy great interview uh, fantastic uh athlete talents out of windsor ontario kyle Prepolik. Super great chat and uh yeah, very knowledgeable. Uh, Mick Roy, we're not going to be able to get him on here at the end of the episode, but that's all right. We'll get him on another day. Uh another quick shout out to our sponsors at Vitalize for these fantastic glasses. Check them out at vitalize.us. Blocking the blue light, keeping me sleeping well. As well, our friends at Maritime Madness Hot Sauce. Check them out. FLA 10. Use the code, save 10%, and get free shipping all over Canada over $35. All right, folks. Lots of love. If you can be anything in this world, be kind. We'll see you tomorrow.
1: Oh my God! And I hope you take it all the wrong way. Do you slum it up, bum it up, bar place? This red light put your ass in a dark place. I'm from the land, which is the city. You'll have dress in my head. Don't confuse me, for send I'm one of a gun. I'd go like a DJ, I'm one of five. And not many books, raw, Ain't no Wakuna Matata. Cars, you should have thought what I'm like. naked. No hooks in, but he gets it anyway. Run up on uh, a.
0: Thanks for watching. Remember to hit that subscribe button. And as always, thanks to our friends. We'll see you tomorrow.